best idea for a podcast of all time. That's right, it's Champs in the Making, the Pokemon Bracket Podcast, where we look at two Pokemon at a time and tell one of them yes and the other one no. My name is Jay, coming back again as your host for this episode. I use they, them pronouns, and you may know me as the creator of Additional Postage Required, the Moonshot Podcast Network's audio drama sci-fi podcast. I am once again joined by a lovely court of uh, new hosts and this one motherfucker who we are trying to stuff back into the hole in the wallpaper, but it still keeps just running around the house. I'm going to introduce it first. Raven, hello! Please get in my big net! Uh, I think I'm good for right now. You can catch me there in like 30 minutes, maybe. Name's Raven. It is pronouns. Uh, yeah. Hello, Jake. Jake is also here with a big, uh, a big like animal carrier we're trying to get Raven into. Thank you for your help, Jake. How are you doing? Oh, I am glad to help. Uh, I'm Jake. I am they and he, and I'm on the uh, the hyperfixation. Clown is here uh, calling animal control because we might need some backup. Clown, what are they telling you on the phones there? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Clown. I use she, her, and uh, I'm on the future season of Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. Uh, and I'm jo- I'm also joined by Audrey, who uh, is taking picture and video of the whole affair to document uh, how much damage uh, Raven causes so we can submit it to our insurance. Audrey, how's that going? Well, I'm, I'm getting a lot of photos, but they mostly seem blurry. Are we sure uh, it's not a cryptid? <laughs> no, we're not. No promises. <laughs> what are your pronouns and what do you do so we can submit that to insurance as well? <laughs> <laughs> My pronouns are she and they, and I am the host of Alone at the Table, a solo tabletop game podcast on the Moonshot Network. That feel when you have blue hair pronouns and insurance. <laughs> uh, friends, we're here to do one special thing and one special thing only. Well, two special things. We need to tie your raven out so we can get it back in its enclosure. To do that, I'm going to hit start on this 30-minute timer and introduce our first pair of Pokemon for this episode. <laughs> we are starting off... With Ninjask versus Clobopus. We've got a cool ninja bee, and let's say it, a little, a little, a little bit of a little guy. If we're being honest, is a little bit of a little guy. This is true. I am so glad that Ninjask is still in this. I I love this design. I love the concept for it. I looked at Ninjask and I genuinely went, oh no, they made Butterfree a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yo, so cool. That's kind of sick so though. cool. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm, this is probably just because I recently watched Shin Kamen Rider, but I look at it now and I'm like, yeah. damn, this is giving me some Kamen Rider uh-huh. vibes as well. It, yeah. it is extremely like Kamen Rider or that type. Like there's probably some Sentai yeah. characters who look kind of like that. Like that yeah. category of Japanese children's entertainment absolutely is in there. Also, you know, it always you always got to mention with Ninjask the the uh, evolution yes. and the evolutionary split with Ninjask and shit Ninja. Yep. That's I have, that's I've yeah, just dropped that yeah. in the chat. Uh, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, and for Audrey, how it works is you have a Pokemon called Ninkata, and when Ninkata evolves, it sheds its skin, and so you get two Pokemon out of that one Pokemon. That's- you get so one of them is the husk. Yeah, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Shedinja is the ass. shed uh, one HP husk uh, that has an ability that means it can only be damaged by moves that are super effective against it. Type wise, it is a ghost bug. 
Oh, I love that. That's very cool. I love Shedinja a lot. But yeah, I, I like Ninjask a lot too. There's a lot of like, I don't know, there's a lot of bug Pokemon. There, more modern bug Pokemon are cool to me, but there's a lot of like just kind of early bug Pokemon and a lot of Pokemon games that are kind of just whatever to me. Ninjask stands out and has stood out for a really long time and has every reason to. They also gave it speed boost, which is a really broken ability at one point. So it's just Ooh, like, yes. it is just criminally fast, uh, fundamentally. Clavopus I like, though. I, I Clavopus uh, in Sword and Shield, the games it's from, it just kind of like waddles around and spins those big arms around. Like it's just trying to trying to bop you however, however you can. And it, it reminds me of Sockum Boppers. Those toys, if anyone remember <laughs> yeah. those, like, the, the like inflatable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I get from that motherfucker. You do grievous injury. So I just have to say, okay, so I just have to say two things. First, I have two opinions based on this guy's appearance. One, his arms. I feel like he got cosmetic surgery to look like Boba Fett. <laughs> um, huh. huh. I can see it. On yeah. the arms. The second thing is because of that and the eyes and just the combo, I don't know. He looks like he's asking me to put him out of his misery. Oh. And I'm inclined to agree. <laughs> I just don't know. It's not working for me design-wise. I don't know what it is, but it's it feels not cohesive. Yeah, I even before he came out, I was like a box like I was like I was like a a fighting octopus would be really cool. Um and I don't think they nailed it with this. I think mm. I really like its evolution, but we're not judging on that. Yeah. This guy, I don't feel anything about, really. Um, yeah. And Ninjask makes me think of, like, the cyborg ninjas from Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, and he's yeah. just, he, like you said, with speed boost. He, he, it's just so cool. It's such a cool bug. It is. I, I will throw, again, we're not judging them on these, but it is always fun for reference. Uh, it does evolve into Grappleocked, which I do think is a pretty oh, fucking shit. cool motherfucker. Yeah. Like, that looks like a luchador. Rules. I love that one so much. Uh, Grappleocked is significantly stronger and a significantly better execution of the concept than Clavopus. Clavopus just... I understand it's its the first Evo, right? Yeah. But it just feels like a fumble, even in that regard. Uh, it, it feels... Like I don't know how they could have done it better, but it whatever they did didn't work for me. It's a baby Pokemon in not a fun, cute way. No. Yeah. No. It, it just looks... It's it's like a Mew in the first games where it was like a weird looking fetus. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Clobopus makes me wish that Grappleocked was just alone. Yeah, uh, solo I kind of agree I, with it that. It would be better. Yeah, which is, which is kind of damning if, I, if if it's like oh this Pokemon makes me wish what it evolves into didn't evolve from anything at all. Yeah, yeah. I just this baby I feel makes like me wish got... it didn't exist. <laughs> It's got disparate parts that I like. Like, I like the design of, like, the eye mask and the eyes themselves, but it's, just, like I said, all as a unit, it's not coming together for me. Yeah. I will say I like the coloring on it, but that's about all the praise I can sing for it. Yeah. I agree with that. Is that, is that it? Oh, it's shiny is pretty good, too, but that's not enough to save it. <laughs> am, am I hearing pretty much everyone for Ninjask? It's Ninjask. Yeah. 
Ninjas Please don't make him box anymore. We want the Clobberpuss to go rest. It wants to rest. We're going to grant its wishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clobberpuss is going to hang the gloves up and sit a spell and maybe go back to art school. You know, find, find a new path in life. <laughs> Ninjas hey. speed boosts its way past the finish line in the dust. Raven, I'm so glad it happens that you're the one I'm going to ask for this next matchup. I did see yeah, that. Yeah, before I delete it from the chat. I also need to say real quick that it's very funny that as these rounds uh, get as these, like, rounds of the whole tournament get shorter, I remember hosting when one of these Pokemon was in the running last and referencing you. Raven, who's our next matchup? All right, we got Surledge and Corvusquire. Surledge? If Surledge was against literally anything else, I would probably be going for that, but Corvusquire is, like, my number two favorite bird Pokemon, so you, you ain't getting me off of that one. Yeah. Yeah, so Corvusquire, like with Pidgeotto, is a middle form of, like, a main bird line in its games. It's from Sword and Shield. Cerulege, one of the coolest motherfuckers in Scarlet and Violet. It's Absolutely. It's a fucking Mega Man boss. Like, what do you want me to yeah. say to you right now? Yeah. It's and, so and, cool. And don't they have one of the Mega Man EXE designers, like, on the like on the design team? Like, I think I saw something about that when his design came out. Oh, I'm looking that up right now. Uh, I don't know, but it looks like it's from Mega Man Battle Network. Like, it extremely I does. Not, I am not immune to swords for hands. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like that's I. It's so cool. I yeah. The bird is also cool. These guys look like they should be friends. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. They These two be. are paired together. They're dating, un- unfortunately, and really <laughs> well. Like they pair together really well. They're extremely yeah. dating. Yeah. They would be such a good team. Yes. Oh my god. Raven, so so it came up. I, I want to say the round two matchup with Corvusquire was actually Corvusquire versus Murkrow, which is another like that's a Raven versus a Crow, quote unquote. Uh, what 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 do you what do you like about Corvusquire? Tell me why why it's one of your favorite birds. Look, it has it has some of the best like just it's simple, right? Like it's got very simple coloring, simple patterning patterning to it. But even then, it really nails it. It really nails like. A good Corvid look. I can't remember off the top of my head what Corvid specifically this is based on, but I'm going to try to look anyways. There is a specific type of J that is classified <laughs> as a Corvid. Hello. And that's what I... <laughs> that's Very what I believe cool. it is uh, based on. Let me see here. It, it's not just a... It's kind of just a blue J, I suppose, but... That's interesting uh, too. That it, that like like oh yeah, that is kind of a that is connected to Corvid, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. So like, it really nails that, and having like a good design for that. That's that's what I got. It's it's a really good middle Evo as well. Like we were talking about last episode, Pidgeotto, yeah. uh, Corvusquire sticks the landing even better. It's a really good transition uh, between Rookity and Corviknight. Yeah, which, which like, so Corvid Knight, yeah, so the line becomes Steel and Flying, which is a cool fucking combo uh, that you don't see much. And what, what I like about Corvus Squire, and I, I posted Corvid Knight in the chat, because what I like about Corvus Squire is that, like, it feels like a really good, you, you can, like, it evolves from a little chickadee, basically, but, like, this middle form, you can see things starting to sharpen more. Like, yes. the, the sharp mm-hmm. edges on those feathers, the beak, like, it feels like a really good middle transition in a way a lot of those don't. Um, yeah. Yeah, extremely there for that it also is like a good look at at like 
because like the whole thing with Corviknight is that it's wearing armor, so it's like a very good look at like, hey, this is some of what it would look like without the armor on. Yeah. I think I don't oh, know. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a very cool way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's just one of my one of my other other things there. But oh, I love that actually, especially especially design. when you look at the beady eye and stuff. Like I really yeah, like that. The yeah. eye is, is well, really and it's like good. it grew into its like beard and the coloration changes, mm-hmm. which I really like the coloration on on this one mostly because. So you mentioned blue jays. The thing about their feathers is the way that they like refract light is different than the way most bird feathers are. So in some light they're going to look gray and in some light they're going to look blue. Yeah, that's cool. And so that speaks really strongly in this design to me that that's the inspiration for this animal, this pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um so I do really like it. I think also I'm struggling a little bit with uh Seraledge looking like a human, like yes. a person, yeah. like it's a humanoid, yeah. you know? Like, I know that there always have been some Pokemon that are humanoid. Like, I know fucking Mr. Mime and, like, Hitmonlee and whatever. But, like, this just looks like a person. Like, this just looks like a knight, you know? That doesn't say Pokemon to me. This really does. I think this is one of the most, this is just a human Pokemon that there is. I, I, I yeah. yeah. I, I like it more than some. Like, oh, like, for sure. Like, for there sure. are fighting. I, I am on record as a fighting types disrespecter because Machamp is just yeah, a man with sucks. extra arms. Uh, yeah. yeah, because so- Sock and throw are men wearing clothes. Like, <laughs> those are so much worse than this. I, I think Cerulege is a, like, I think it's the better looking of the two. I don't really like the way the other one looks that it's yeah. a pairing with. But Cerulege, I think, gets some points, but still ultimately looks like a character in a gotcha game who I'm trying to go for for yeah and and (laughs) even though it's a cool design it's a really cool design i think corvus squire is a cooler pokemon design yeah to me yes that's what i was gonna say oh uh i will say real quick i think that serilege is just like a better execution on the idea that bisharp was initially Oh yeah, uh, I can see that. which is funny every time Bisharp I, every gets an t- evolution in the same game since it comes back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but every time I see Seraledge, I think of Bisharp. Uh, but I think if we're looking at these as Pokemon, Bisharp Bisharp would be like you know the better one. And I know that's not in the matchup, but I think what I'm getting at is Seraledge just feels a little bit too much. Yeah, like I really like Seraledge's design. Because it makes me think so much of Mega Man, but I think that's also kind of a detractor for it. Because like my favorite thing about it is that it makes me think of another game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah I, I, I got to shoot. I was say I was gonna say I will also give it points. It does have a good silhouette, which a lot of like oh yeah modern designs kind of fumble. I think having a really good and recognizable silhouette, this one does so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. It's cool that it has sword arms. Gallade did sword arms 15 years ago and did it better. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly yeah. bad. That motherfucker still has hands. This doesn't have hands. How it pick up sandwich. Uh, very carefully. It balances. I, you stab the sandwich. I guess. It, Haven't you used a toothpick like that before or whatever? Y- yeah. You know how you're... Okay, Not look, that you know how wide a death. toothpick, Audrey. That's a broadsword. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a toothpick 
No. When when all you have is a toothpick, everything looks like a sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> is that is everyone leaning Corvus Squire? I gotta say, Raven, yeah. I was coming into this actually leaning more Cerulege, but you really sold me quickly on what a good bird Pokemon Corvus Squire is, and I'm extremely on Corvus Squire's side. Uh, what can I say? I have I I said last last episode I have a job, and <laughs> this is where I shine right here. Uh. <laughs> It sounds like Corvus Squire flies another day. Cerule Edge uh, is going to just keep trying to skewer that sandwich with a really wide toothpick. Jake, <laughs> we got one that I'm very excited to talk about here. What is our next matchup? We've got uh, Nihiligo and Bergmite. Nihiligo, one of the Ultra Beasts. Everyone buckle up. Jay gets to talk about the Ultra Beasts for the five millionth fucking time, and everyone's really bored about it. Uh, And Bergmite, who's a very cute little ice guy. Nihiligo's fucking awesome. Nihiligo rules. Nihiligo rules. I'm so happy we're talking about Nihiligo. I think it is probably my second favorite of the Ultra Beasts. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so good. And like, one of my favorite things about the Ultra Beasts is like, you know, in that game when people are like, oh, you know, they're like in comparing them to different NPCs in the game. And yes, I can't remember which one this I can't remember the I'm, name. I'm going to find. But... Uh, oh, uh, is that in that art? No, it's not. Yeah. Thank you for that art, Raven, because that's awesome. That's yeah. so good. I yeah, I, I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. T- to your point, not to cut you off, but yeah, it looks uh, it looks like Lily, who's one of the main characters Lily. in Sun, Sun and Moon, who is <laughs> which is the game that it's from. Like it has the same hat. Uh, and there's an interesting thing there where uh, so in, in the lore of the games, uh, Lily's mother, Luzamine, is a character who turns out to kind of be the antagonist of the game. And uh, Luzamine's obsessed with this Pokemon. She the Ultra Beasts uh, are. Invaders from another dimension. They are coming through a wormhole above Pokemon Hawaii and falling uh, into our universe. Uh, This motherfucker's obsessed with them, and she dressed up her daughter like one of them because she's so obsessed with it. That's, like, part of her whole deal. And that's why Lily is dressed like that Pokemon. And I just think that's fucking nuts. I I love uh, everything about Nihilego. And, like, the... uh, the the fused design because there's a point uh, where I guess spoilers for Sun and Moon if you haven't played that uh, Lusamine fuses with Neolego and yeah it is genuinely one of the coolest designs I have ever seen out of Pokemon as a franchise like yeah. it's yeah. so strong it's so fucking cool and the fact that this Pokemon can just fuse with humans it even I think is in this concept art, uh, insinuating that it could fuse with other Pokemon. Because it does show it does show a little hey, Neo hey, Lego hey, on Pikachu. Spoilers for the gimmick for the next game in the series. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, my bad. But no, it it's so strong. It, the presentation for that Pokemon in the games is also just incredible. Uh, yeah. I think this is evident by the last episode i don't care about little guys i don't care about little guy pokemon i don't care about bergmite i'm nodding i i bergmite warmed up for me oh no not too much it'll melt uh bergmite, <laughs> bergmite warmed up for me a little bit in pokemon legends Arceus, just because i had a very cute moment in that game where i was crouched and trying to sneak up on another pokemon and then a bergmite waddled up next to me and just sat next to me and i was like oh hello oh. little friend but i i ultimately oh. agree bergmite is kind of nothing to me Audrey, how, so how are I, you feeling? 
Yeah, so I definitely tend toward... Um, I, I get turned off by the designs that are, like, overly complex, I think, um, that don't have, like, a clear direction. And both of these are really solid in their direction. But also with Bergmite, like, I'm struggling a little with where's the mouth, mm-hmm. uh, what's the mouth, because he's got, like, the jagged ice bottom that could be the mouth, but he's also got the line between the eyes that could be the mouth. I don't really know. Yeah, I have no idea. And also, I yeah. just, as someone who is a big fan of horror and a big fan of like fungal horror jellyfish are in an adjacent space to me to when people write like mushroom horror yeah the idea Mm -hmm. of like a jellyfish thing that can essentially do um like the mycelium thing of like connecting to your nerves and to your body is just extremely delicious to me (laughs) yeah I, I, I strongly... Jake, I didn't mean it. What was, were you getting to more of a point that I bowled you over earlier when I started talking about Ultra Beasts? I, not that I remember. Okay, um, word. <laughs> I, I'm also going for, for Nihiligo. I, I like Bergmite a lot. I think it's freaking adorable. Very fun. But it's Nihiligo. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. the fact that Neoligo is inexplicably rock and poison type, I think, is, like, kind yeah. of fascinating. Yeah. Like, a lot of the Ultra Beasts have types that are, like, they make sense, but they're fucking weird in a way that kind of works for them being, like, interdimensional traveler Pokemon. Poison yeah. makes so much sense for a jellyfish, but rock is interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's the, like, it's, it's, it's just like a weird coral glassy type of fucked up dimension. Yeah. yeah. Which fits because the design on the head is reminding me of like, oh man, okay, so like the old ceramic cookware designs that like all the oh. vintage girlies on TikTok are trying to collect. Mm-hmm. That's what the head of this thing reminds <laughs> me sure. of. Ugh, are we full Nylego then? It sounds like Nylego takes it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Fuck yeah, Nylego yeah. descends upon all of us and usurps our brains and controls our emotions. Uh, Gladly. Bergmite will go on to crouch down and say hello to many other people who are crouching trying to catch Pokemon again. Clown, who's our next matchup? Ooh, that's a fun one. It is Snorlax and a Molga. Snorlax, the classic sleepy boy, mascot of Pokemon Sleep, and a Molga, the Pikachu of Pokemon Black and White. Well, Snorlax I recognize, and I love him. And I want him to sit on this little guy because I don't care about it. Yeah, Emolga is probably my favorite uh, Pikachu clone, but um, yeah. it's Snorlax. It's yeah, I yeah. agree. I think if this was like like Pachirisu, I'd be I'd be in the trenches for it. Mm-hmm. But like this, like it, this one doesn't mean much to me. This is a rat with wings. <laughs> I like Snorlax I like is my good friend. I, I like Emolga. I think it's a fun little flying squirrel. I just like flying squirrels a lot as an animal, but Snorlax, yeah, yeah. the thing about Snorlax is that in Gen 1, you know, we were talking earlier uh, when we were talking about Pidgeotto about like some Gen 1 designs being simple and some that being in their favor and others not. I think it's very much in Snorlax's favor because they were just like, let's make a sleepy guy. And they kind of drew yeah. the, the fewest lines possible. Like there are as few lines on Snorlax as you could possibly draw. And they were like done. <laughs> and yeah. they got See? him in one. He's so wide. He blocks roads and he gets that, uh, yes. that Gigantamax form that I posted in sword and shield where he's been asleep for so long that like, terrain is growing on him and i think that's awesome 
That is amazing. I I have to say that like we okay, so we talked about like little guys being a controversial category, but there is there is something to be said for for big guys too mm-hmm. because to me Snorlax is the same type of creature that like Totoro is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Also, in Sun and Moon, he gets his own special Z move called Pulverizing oh, yeah. Pancake. Mm-hmm. Oh. Where it jumps like a million feet in the air and comes slamming down as like a meteor. It's amazing. And he, it, it kicks his little feet as it's falling down. It's, uh, I, it's perfection. I just posted real uh, progressive in order sprite art of Snorlax in every Pokemon game up to when they went 3D. And yes, over those 17 years, he is slowly sitting up and standing up. That is really <laughs> how those sprite arts progress. And I think that's amazing. Raven, you've been yes. quiet. I would like to hear from you on this one. Uh, I know I just said I don't care about little guys. There's There are always exceptions, and I can't get this damn image to load. Um, there are always exceptions to that. Mm-hmm. And I will I will go out and say, I will, I will just go ahead and say this is probably some nostalgia, but I really, really like Amolga. I really like its design. I, I Somebody said it earlier, but like out of all the Pikachu clones, it is like my favorite. I think that it has a lot of character and its movements, even in the 3D games, which tend to take a lot of that away. Yeah, um, that is true. I agree it has a lot. lot of character, but especially in Gen 5, like it's got uh, a, I can't copy this fucking gift from the Bulbapedia page, but it has like a really cute animation where it jumps up and like floats through the air and lands down again. Uh, and again, like I-, I will be real. That's some nostalgia talking. Um, no, it's it's good though. Like you're, you can say it. I don't know. <laughs> I I like its design a lot. Um, and Snorlax, Snorlax is also very good. I just personally have never had a ton of attachment to this Pokemon, so that's my two cents. To, to your point, uh, Black and White have a lot of Pokemon because they did the thing where it's the first games where there's no previous Pokemon in them. It's all new. Mm-hmm. So there's a few that are like filling the role, like Sock and Throw or Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, but different, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Some of those don't hit for me. Sock and Throw are always my punching bags for this because I think they're the worst fucking ones. Um, Jellicent and whatever are are Tentacool and Tentacruel. But like, Emolga is one that is like, that's a very fun, different electric rodent. That's a very fun, different kind of electric rodent. I do absolutely. Also, it's really memorable in the... um, the electric gym leader in black and white, Elisa, her team yeah. has two of them that keep switching back and forth between them and hitting you with that, with that volt uh, switch move. And that's very cool. I also feel like it was the, the last kind of like, in my opinion, I guess, and this is very subjective, mm. like Pikachu clone that felt like it wasn't just kind of transparent that it was supposed to be a clone. Yeah. I, I, agree. I agree. Cause that, like, I like, yeah. cause like, like the Dene and, What's its nuts from Alola and then Morpeko, yeah. which isn't even a different fucking color that's the same color. Yeah. yeah. I think it's neat that you say that it's not obvious that it's a Pikachu clone because I definitely thought of Raichu first when I saw it. Oh, interesting. So I think that yeah. that's a fair point in its favor that to me it didn't immediately read as a Pikachu clone. Sure. So how how are we feel how are we feeling though? It, it sounds like it's majority Snorlax, but I'm glad I, I do want to give a Molga its due because I'm like I think it's gonna lose. I really like it. I really like also, it. But I, uh, yeah, also, I same. think I think I, I need to say this because I'm if I'm remembering correctly, Amolga's like Riley's favorite Pokemon. So I'm, oh no, I'm, whoa, <laughs> I'm I'm doing my part. Sorry, bud. 
Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just do something for myself here and go into our current round bracket. Control F, Miss Magius. That's right. My favorite Pokemon has been eliminated. So if I can go through that pain, Riley can too. Yeah, and we Look, and we I... did just we did just take Groudon at, out back and shoot it. How would we get the gun there? up that high? <laughs> <laughs> standing on each other's shoulders yeah teamwork here's the thing that i will say this re- this message is explicitly for riley i told them when i came on this show that i would probably uphold many of their opinions but that means that they are not immune to my bad opinions either. <laughs> <laughs> so true so true so are we i i'm snorlax snorlax yeah yeah snorlax for me i will go down with the ship Respect, though. Respect. Snorlax moves on to Pokemon Sleep his way into the next round. Emolga flies on to greener pastures, uh, but out of this tournament. Audrey, who are our next guys here? We have Spinda versus Arcanine. This is a fun one. Spinda the Dizzy Panda and Arcanine the Beautiful Dog. Yeah. The legendary. Okay, so Pokemon. I recognize that one. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's immediately okay. a lot going on with both of these. Uh, Spinda has different patterns. Like they literally programmed this AI into Ruby and Sapphire and the remakes and games since that generate different spot patterns on its body. And I think oh. there's like I forget the number, but there's an absurdly it's large big. different number of combinations of spots it can have. And especially for a Game Boy Advance game, that's very cool. Arcanine, mm-hmm. however, is a beautiful, enormous creature. In uh, Legends Arceus, it has its Hisuian form, which I, I, I think the color scheme on this is less apparent here than in the game. The colors contrast a little in a way I don't love, but I still think it's like a really cool job of emulating that like, you know, uh like like Chinese like lion statue that it's supposed to be based on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the food the food dogs, right? What am I thinking I, of? I Hang think, on. I'm gonna I find I'm gonna find right. it. Yeah, I think you're right. I checked it. It's four point three what is that? Yeah, four point three. It looks like billion if I'm reading this right. Yeah, I found I found the exact number here. Combination four Four billion two hundred ninety-four million nine hundred sixty-seven thousand two hundred ninety-five. What? The How hell? do you measure measure a year? Oh my god! I hate that. I hate it so. Anyway, much. yeah, no, which is insane, and I think that's like I don't know. I like Spinda. It's it's just a drunken little panda that has infinite combinations. I think that's a fun little enigma. Uh, Arcanine though is just like. Just a cool fucking beast. Like, that's just a cool big animal that feels like a combination of some different animals because it has, like, tiger stripes, but it's a big dog. I, I, this is hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Arcanine is one of the designs, one of the, like, old designs that I think is still held up the best because I think I'm Mm -hmm. maybe a little overly critical of, like, the older designs. Um... But I fuck I love Arcanine. It is such a cool Pokemon. Uh, Audrey did post the Foo Dogs in the chat. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they were called that. I didn't actually know they were called that. But yeah, yeah. That is... So they are they are both called Foo Dogs and Guardian Lions. Mm-hmm. And so your your interpretation of them as, as lions is uh, totally fair. Man, I don't know. I really like Arcanine. I think that so that's that Pokemon's from the original 150, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So most of the ones that I recognize are from the first two generations. <laughs> sure, unsurprisingly, um, it happens. Yeah, yeah. 
I like Arcanine. I was a tiger kid, uh, but this Pokemon kind of, I don't know, slid beneath my radar, I guess, as a kid. Because I'm looking at it now, I'm going, wow, I should have been all over that. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I gotta yeah. be real. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not too big of an Arcanine fan. I, like, it's just, I don't know. Say what? 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 That was, what, a, that was yeah. a Vulpix liker. But, but listen, Vulpix oh. and Ninetales are beautiful and majestic, perfect creatures who I love very much. I support you extremely. It just something about Arcanine has always just kind of had me be like, yeah, yeah, it's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was much of an Arcanine fan until Legends Arceus, and that's probably honestly I never had never had one in any of the games before because I ne- I never cared enough to catch it. But those yeah, games, those games that, really made me like it. I feel like that would absolutely happen to me too. To be fair, that, um, I just kind of haven't because that's that's happened to me with like a bunch of guys. Groudon for one, yeah. <laughs> but but also with Spinda, like with how rare each like variation is, just because you know there's four something billion. Uh, if you get a shiny one, you're probably the only person in the world that has that Spinda. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Which is very cool. And Spindle looks to me like me so a gummy bear came to life. <laughs> but that is not a strike against I was going to say, is that a positive or a negative for you? Yeah. It's a positive for me. I love gummy bears, so. I I love Spinda a lot, but Arcanine's design is just so strong. It's very, like, simple, but it's still, it's still so strong. I, I don't know. I, it's mm. tough. For me too, like shit. I I I think these are two Pokemon that both really uh, demonstrate their like motion really well and how they're designed. Because yes. Spinda yeah. has the the swirly eyes and the swirly ears and the kind of randomly assigned spots. Even though it has little stubby arms and legs, you can tell that it's a little bit off balance. It's supposed to be like a drunk panda basically, and so it it wobbles around. I put a GIF of it from one of the 3D games, yeah. kind of doing that. Uh, that's directly from those games. I love it. Uh, meanwhile, Arcanine, like, you look at that thing and you understand that it learns a move that's called extreme speed. Like, that thing just looks <laughs> like it blasts like a cannon. Those tufts of fur on its legs, I think, really communicate speed really well. Uh, that big folded tail that, like, the fact that it has that fold in it, I feel like it just billows out when it runs and looks beautiful. Jake mentioned that it's called in the Pokedex the legendary Pokemon, and originally, yeah, in Gen 1, it was originally going to be, like, a legendary Pokemon that you'd find and fight, and then they changed it into the evolution of Growlithe and just something that you could, like, have. If I'm remembering right, it has, like, stats that match a lot of the legendaries, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, in Gen 1. Yeah. I think that, ultimately, I'm going to go with Spinda, but it's, like, a very, very close. Why? What what, what edges spinned out for you? He's just... Like he's so silly, and like yeah, the the, yeah. the fact that I do have a shiny Spinda in my Pokemon Go, I'm like, this is my this is my guy. Nobody else has this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just is, it, I love I love me a useless Pokemon, and it totally is. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I respect that. I can <laughs> see that, Raven. I feel like I I heard you starting to wind up uh, to a point there. Uh, I also I just I keep bringing up. Uh, Gen 5's, like, 2D animation for uh, Pokemon, because I think 
that is where they are given most of their personality. I do not think that 3D does them justice mm-hmm. often. Oh, absolutely. Um, and mm-hmm. I really like just like the, I don't know, something about the way Arcanine moves in that sprite. I really like it. This is not being shown at the correct frame rate, also notably. It is smoother <laughs> than that, but I just love the way it moves, the like way the tail unfolds. Also... Arcanine has one of the only good gold shinies. True. It it is a good gold shiny. Like it is a very uh strong one. That's not even like oh my god, the Hisuian one. Holy shit. I've not actually seen this one. I don't know if I have either. It's that's cool. That's I don't like good. I don't like the way those colors contrast, I gotta be honest. I think that's I, ugly. <laughs> I will say I have a like true color monitor and it looks better on that monitor than it does on the other one. I, I, I think so. My, my problem with Hisui and Arcanine is that I think in the games, the like shade of orange and the shade of gray they use just like one of them needs to be brighter or one of them needs to be darker. It's just a weird contrast against each other. Um, yeah. Also, I cannot find Spinda's Gen 5 animated sprite. I've been trying. I, but I do have a GIF upscaled of what it looks like in the 3D games. You're right about a lot of 3D games not doing Pokemon justice. However, it does Spinda a lot of it justice. It does Spinda a lot of justice. I, I do want to give that credit. He's just a drunk little a drunk little fella. Drunk little Spindus orphan. This is really funny because it just shuffles around here and there and then like leans forward a little bit. It's good. Mm-hmm. So... I've got I've got Jake going Spinda Raven. You sound like you're Arcanine. Arcanine. Uh, Audrey Clown. How are we feeling? Where are we landing? I think I cl- gotta Clown go Spinda. Clown Spinda. Jay, I want to know where you're going. I I'm again. I'm really talking. I I understand. Okay, I see the defensive tactic. I see how it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, see I need you're more doing. time to think. <laughs> no one wants I, to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> I so I I'm struggling with something, which is that like I. I don't want to look at Arcanine and say it's just a dog because I don't feel that way about it. Oh, but no, not at all. Wh- what I think about Arcanine is that Arcanine is extremely good art direction for a type of animal that there are other Pokemon that also do well. Not a lot that do as well as it. It is kind of the best, like, it is one of the best looking dog-based Pokemon, I think, like, by a country mile. Oh, yeah. Spinda also looks good and I don't know if there's another Pokemon that's quite like it. And and yeah. that is my struggle here, is that I think that's... one is kind of the apex of what several others have been, and the other is wholly unique. And my inclination is to go with the one that's wholly unique, and that's my guy, Svinda. That's where I'm at as well, Jay. So here's the thing. In discussion, someone compared Arcanine to Growlithe, and I realized that the reason I didn't recognize Arcanine is because I was thinking of Growlithe at the time. And so, for me, it's like, yeah, I don't really know how it plays in the games, and I think it's a very good design, and maybe, like, it is, you're saying, you know, the the best of its kind in terms of that, but I also, like, if I can get it confused with another Pokemon that it looks similar to then to me, I don't know that that is necessarily a standout design. And so Spinda is just like, I don't know. I really love this little jiggly sprite. It is the embodiment of me when I have vertigo, Mm -hmm. and I love it. I think it's cool. I think it's going to have to be Spinda for me. The one other thing I want to share or say about Spinda is it kind of like 
Because, like, with Unknown, I said, like, like, yeah, they kind of fucking suck, but I respect it. It's, like, kind of the same type of deal with Spinda to an extent, almost, yeah, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I Yeah, I think Jake said it's, like, a shitty little guy in a way that's really fun, right? Like, I think that's extremely... Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that a lot. Oh, man, this is going to be a controversial one, y'all. I feel like people are going to have take... We're killing Arcanine here, and I feel weird listen, about it. Listen, we, you, we can kill Arcanine, so help me God. Oh, my God. Groudon's already in the grave. What else I, do we have to lose? I, I, it, it's I'll pull our, the trigger for you. It, it, well, it's our last matchup. Raven, do you have any like additional pitch to try and push Arcanine over the edge? Sleep easy, sweet prince. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm winning anyone back. Spinda drunkenly walks to the next round. Someone get that motherfucker a pillow and a bottle of water and maybe some ibuprofen. Arcanine bounds off into the sunset. I feel so weird about this one. People are going to be so mad. (laughs) Raven, Uh. Raven, we've used this uh, heartbreak to distract you and capture you. You are back Ah. in the wall. Uh, Is there anything going on inside the wall that you'd like to plug? Um... Yeah, if you if you want to follow me on social media, uh, I'm at Corvid underscore Lenore, uh, Corvid like the bird, Lenore like nevermore. Um, uh, Corvid dash Lenore, if you use Blue Sky Tumblr, I'm in the process of working on a webcomic, making art while I'm uh, in school here, so follow me for that. That's all I got. Hell yeah. Jake, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over on the Hyperfixation, over on the Redacted Media YouTube channel, and then uh, Mr. Jakey Poo on pretty much any socials. Awesome. Clown, how about you? Um, I'm, I'm just here. I'm, yeah. You know. I like how I asked you how about you, even though I know the answer is nowhere. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here for a laugh, X. Uh, Audrey, where can people find you? I am Lady Tabletop Online, mostly on Tumblr and itch.io. I host Alone at the Table, which you can find with other Moonshot Pods at moonshotpods.com or goodfuckingpodcast.com. And you can find me uh, as Extreme Salsing. Anywhere there's an Extreme Salsing, it's probably me. It'd be weird if it wasn't. I mentioned additional postage required up at the top. I'll I'll drop it. You know, the season's wrapped up. Uh, You've heard in recent episodes some people on it, on the show, uh on champs uh doing what we just did here and uh you know if you liked them listen to my show god damn it please 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 god damn it uh, it's, it's, it's good. really good show you know it's, it's really good. fucking good uh but yeah that's all of that and if you're listening to this on the public feed i will again remind you that champs in the making is moonshots uh patreon first podcast visit patreon.com slash moonshot network to find episodes a week early that's right. You get to know who dies next before a lot of people do. And aren't you special for it? Uh, while you're there, you can also find stuff like the Moon Reports, where our own Riley Hopkins interviews different creators every month on the network and talks to them about what made them get into podcasting and just kind of their lives as a whole. We have Once Missed Wonders on there, where we find some moonshot hosts who have never seen a beloved movie, and then we get around to it. Uh what we do last month? We did The Godfather Part 2 recently. We did Independence Day did recently. Independence Day. We have Seven Samurai coming up. We have up. Seven Ooh. Samurai coming up. I'm so... Audrey, I'm so excited to talk about the number of samurai there are in that film. I'm... Oh, it's, yeah, it's seven of them. 
I'm told it's oh, yeah yeah Aud Audrey Jake are you both of y'all on that I forget yep. who's on yeah. that yep. cool all right yeah there's a lot of people on it it's gonna be a great <laughs> one so look forward to that um it was mentioned earlier or between episodes I forget if it was on air or not but total depravity a thing that our own uh, wheels wheeler made and is still making about uh the Austrian re re religions and theology through time and just interesting stories about guys who thought they knew what god was all of those things and more on moonshot's patreon uh anyway you know write your local congressman if you think arcanine's been wronged if you think arcanine's been wronged once or twice a year you're gonna have to wait a while if you think anyone's been wronged, remember that we do, once or twice a year, offer the chance to revive a Pokemon on Champs of the Making at Extra Life and our spring streams, so mark that on your calendar when we announce a date. Until then... Oh, no, please. You gotta, you gotta, gotta spend big money to bring back big money. <laughs> <laughs> and if you That's want a big saying. money, if you want to bring back big money, remember November. Until then, bye! 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 bye. Okay, one, two, three, one, two, three. Hello, everyone. It's me, the After J, here to read you the names of patrons who support the Moonshot Podcast Network, and as such, get praised and beloved. If you feel uh, enormous love in your heart today, it might belong to $5,000, excuse me, $50,000 of puppet school debt and a lifetime ban from Trader Joe's, or A-Failsafe, A-Fell. Aaron Shelton, Alabaster Rowe, Alex Keswick, Alice Kira, Amy, Andrew Sherman, Anissa Danny may have a piece of your heart, Anthony Chardier, Becky Scott Fairley, Ben Schwinn, Benny Anders could have your heart, Big Brother Benji Waterman could absorb all the love of the universe, Birdlord 5000 knows what, what God looks like. I don't know what this bit is. I'm going to abandon it now. Brian Melvin Stapleton, Circle Hunter, Claire, Colton Corbett, Colton Crow, Daniel Miller, Danielle, Dapper Cuddlefish, Dean Dean, Douglas Matthews, Eve Patty's Chicken, Elias Rosner, Emma Shannon, Emma Valentine, Emery, Evan Jenkins, Philo T. Hazard knows that no hazard can stop the love the universe feels for itself. The bit is back. Flips MCL is one of the is one with the human thought stream. Foonie Sherman, George Colson, Grizzytron, Hamlet Cooper, Holly Loveless, Honeybee 155, Imperina, Indigo, Ira Prince, Izzy Harkins, Jay Harkins, Jackie Asimov, you can say the full name. Jacob Bennington, Jane Dataghosts, Jice. Jen Willuzarasodi. Still don't know if I'm saying that one right, but Jen has never told me to say it differently. Probably because we both understand that we are smiled upon by the same sun in the sky. Jeremy Auer, Jesse Peterson, Joe DeVita, John Bruce, John Rattlemane, JWX, K, Lilith Penrod, Lilianopolis, Logan Jenkins, Maman. Probably just Mammon, but Maman! Marissa S, Marin S, Martin Lord, 
Mayday Knight, Michael Anderson, Michael Ornelas, Mish Stark, Mr. Jakey Poo, Mononymous Sam, Morgan Gate Levin, Mothman, Neil Heldare, Nick Bellaro, Rad Zooks, Rye Atticus. Now I'm doing kind of a Smash Bros thing. Bum, ba da bum, ba da bum, ba da bum, 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 bum. Real Tyrax, Rem Diaz, Riley Hopkins, Ruby Stone, Rhino, Salty, Samantha Cook, Sarah McClintock, Sean Carpenter, Sheena Markov, Scoville, Spellpunk, Tandercan, Tanner, Taylor Labrash, The Great Gahul Tree Ribs Union, Theodore Monk, Thomas Herbertson, Vertigree, Veer, Void Spooler, Voyad. Thank you for, uh, th thank you to everyone whose name I've read for letting me do a little, <laughs> a little free flow and improv on that one.